Welcome to today's study with Pastor Rick. Reaching thousands around the world by radio and online, Pastor Rick provides answers to the challenges of everyday living. Hi, this is Pastor Ricky Temple. I'm so glad you're with us today. We are going to unlock some principles in the scripture that will help you walk through life. It can be tough balancing the kids, the children, the dog, the cat, and everything else in your life. But hopefully today you'll find some strength in today's teaching. Be blessed as we get take you into the scripture. It's going to be a great study. Enjoy. Transparent. I'm sorry, I said again. Say a transparent look at our struggle with balance. I gave you a text, Genesis chapter, um, uh, I want you to look at Genesis chapter two, verse 15, what I really want you to look at. But I'm gonna throw in Genesis chapter two, verse two as well. So I'm gonna, you have to make a little notes on your notes today, because I've adjusted a few things around. But I wanna show you an image, because this image uh, is um, a portrait of what I think uh, this sermon's about. If you can put that image up for me, staff, I'd appreciate it. There's something about this lady. She looks like she's out of control, and I hope the people on streaming can see it as well. She's out of control. Her life look, looks overwhelmed, overwhelmed and out of balance. She's got um, a bunch of notebooks under her arm. She's got a phone. She's got just a whole bunch of papers scattered everywhere. This image is how a lot of people live their lives. She seems out of balance. Now, if you're listening to this just on demand and you're just hearing it on radio, just picture a woman with a bunch of stuff cluttered all around her. A lot of us live like that. Is your life out of balance? Let's take a transparent look at why and how to respond to that. Because until you are honest about it, until you're transparent about it, until you're open about it, you're never really going to see how dynamic your life can be if you bring it into balance. There is a, a verse I've been quoting for the last several weeks. It's Ephesians 6 and 14, where it says, Stand therefore with truth, like a belt around your waist. The King James says, Be girded about with truth. It's that text in Ephesians 6 where he says, Finally, my brethren, put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And then he says, The first thing you put on is truth. Be girded about with truth. The uh, modern version that I put in your notes, uh, the Holman Bible says that you should stand, therefore, with, your, with truth like a belt around your waist. I wanted you to picture truth as something that is at the center of your being, at the core of your being. Now, one of the things that I think is so true about balance is that God gave us an example of it. He started man off with a great example of life balance. Man did not have this chaotic life. He did not ever intend for you to live a life where you were, didn't know whether you were coming or going. That sort of was created over time, but that wasn't God's will. Genesis chapter 2, verse 2, says that on the seventh day, God finished the work that he had been doing, and this is not in your notes, by the way, well, it is further down in your notes, and on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. In God's original plan for man, everything had a stopping date. Said everything, please come on. 
everything had a stopping date. That is not true in our culture. We've created a world and a system that never ends. It never stops. People even say, you know, preachers, you're never off. You're 24 hours a day. I said, what preacher is that? Me? I clock out. What do you mean you clock out? I clock out. I'm not available. That's how you last. There's something wrong in your life when you never stop. And if you take a transparent look at your life, and if you're really honest, you can change everything by admitting I'm out of balance. I am out of balance. My world is not where it should be. And so I, I want you to sort of think with me today about the things in your life that are out of balance. The big question would be, what are the three, what are thing, three things that you find the most difficult to keep balanced in your life? I wish you could just, just list them. I did this. It was a great exercise. What were the things in my life that tend to get like this lady was in this image we saw earlier? Stuff scattered everywhere. What are those things? Let me define balance for you. This might be helpful. Balance is an, an even distribution of weight enabling someone or something to remain upright and steady. It's an even distribution of weight that allows a person or a thing to remain upright and steady. Without balance, you will always fall down, stumble, struggle, always have issues. It's a wonderful quote by a girl named Sharon Stevenson. And Sharon Stevenson talks about the, the struggles we have juggling careers with raising a family, meeting deadlines. She talks about many of us who work uh, is no longer confined to 40 hours a week. I put that in bold prints for you. You can read the whole article later. And then she says this incredible thing. And I put these in bullet points because I, I didn't want to spend time reading the whole article. You can read the article on your own. But I kind of took the, the article and then I broke it up. And Sharon made this incredible statement. She said, before technology, uh, it, we were able to define work to a very, very limited space. Before technology tethering us to our work, when people uh, left the office each evening on Friday afternoon, they generally didn't need to keep working. But we're now tethered to our work through our smartphones and through all the different technologies we can't get away from work anymore. And so for most of us, the big question is, what can we do to bring more balance? Now that we have all this technology, now that we have all this access, what can we do? And if we're transparent and we're honest, we're out of balance. We're, 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 there's no, some churches are out of balance. Their services are too long. They, they, they have too many services a week. They have too many expectations. So how do you bring yourself into balance? Well, go back to Genesis and notice what I call the balance in the garden. God's original plan, and I want you to notice four things that were impressive about how God started off. Remember, in the beginning, balance wasn't an issue. In the beginning, God was clear about how we should live. There were certain things in place that kept the world in balance. And if your life is out of sync, if your marriage, and I gave you a list of things earlier in your document here, I talked about your housekeeping, your, your fitness, uh, your spouse, all the things, your daily life today, right now today, you're here, but boy, you struggled to get here. What, what is it that you can do to bring the whole of your life into more balance? 
four things I want you to consider. First of all, look back at the garden and notice that everything had a stopping date. Say that with me, please. Come on. Everything had a stopping date. If you don't know how to stop, you're out of balance. That's why here, every department, you get to get out of it after a year. Ushers, choir, anything you do, you have a year, you can say, this is it. And we're really working hard. You know, we got some incredible parking lot guys. God bless them. They've been, I mean, man, tethered to that parking lot, helping us. God bless them. We may not ever let them go. They're amazing. But those guys are incredible. But we have to find a way to say, parking lot guys get to rest. Choir gets to rest. Band members, everybody, the pastor. What's, who, who else did I say? What? Pastor. The pastor gets to what? That's right. Say that with power when you say it. The pastor gets to rest. And we don't get attitude. We don't get frustrated. We understand that he has to rest too. So everything stopped on the Sabbath day. The, the whole Sabbath day teaching that I, is really more about balance than anything. God was showing us, this is how I want you to live. Please notice, he did this every week. It wasn't once a year. This July, June vacation stuff is nice. But that's not balanced. If that's the only time you stop, if that's the only time you pull on the side of the road, then you're not balanced. Matter of fact, there is a you you don't even know. There's a rested you that would scare you. I did something that really amazed me. It's one of the reasons we have what I call a work slowdown for the staff uh, in two, week, two weeks a year, where we really slow down the work and we just kind of we work, but we, we, we slow down work. And uh, I took two weeks off in a row. And it was amazing how I felt. The more I rested, I found a new Ricky. There's something about you that you don't know exists until you're rested. Some of you, you just need a nap, a five-day one. Second thing that I, I noticed was a part of the balance in the garden was they had physical things to do. In chapter 2, verse 15, God told them to till the garden. You are, you are not balanced if you're not active. Haven't you noticed your body responds to it? There's something about being active. There's something about, being, about moving. And you don't realize how much you're not moving. You don't, you don't realize that some of these jobs we have, they, they force us to sit in one place all the time and we don't move. So they had physical things to do. God told them, I want you to till the garden. That was from the beginning. And then they, they were, now what I love this, he said they were free to eat everything. The Lord God took the man, put him in the garden of the Eden, chapter 2, verse 15, and told him to take care of it. And the Lord God commanded the man, look at this now, verse 16, chapter 2, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden. I want you to notice that he was free, could eat anything in the garden. Had a good diet. He's free to eat. You know, I, I think God wanted us to be free to eat. There's something about that that's liberating. He said, um, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So notice they were free to eat, but they had boundaries. This keeps you balanced. You need to have limits. You don't need to think you can do anything and everything. He said, now, but that tree you shouldn't eat from. Then verse chapter 2, verse 18 I love this because he turns to the Lord, said, it's not good for man to be alone. I'll make him a helper. So he said, I want you to have relationships. So to be balanced, you have to have stopping days. You have to have physical activities. You have to be free. You have a sense of freedom in your life. You have to be 
personally committed to boundaries. You have to understand you can't do everything. And then number five, they had personal relationships. God said, it's not good for man to be alone. He looked at man and said, this is, if, if you're going to be balanced, this is what you have to do. You have to interact with people. And then number six, they had to have mental things to do. Chapter 2, verse 19 says he told him, name the animals. The Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. And he brought them to the man and said, let's see what you're going to call it. What he would name them. Mental activity. So notice, in order to be balanced, you had to have stopping days, physical activities. You had to have a sense of freedom. You had to have boundaries. You had to have personal relationships. You had to have mental stimulation. And then I believe chapter 3, verse 8 says you had to have spiritual time with God. The Bible talks about Adam and Eve walking with God in the cool of the day. Those things bring balance in your life. If you want to have a good life, those are the things that are important to you. Now, so just for a minute, ask this question. Is your life in balance? Is your life in balance? If it's not in balance, then look at these things. It is my effort every day to make sure that I put these things in my life. I'm trying to make sure that I have a sense of freedom. I love that part. Because for some of us, we feel so bound. But I love that you're free to eat anything in the garden. Imagine that moment. Eat anything you want here. Go anywhere you want. That sense of freedom. Sometimes on these jobs, sometimes in our life, sometimes in in the schedules we create, we remove that sense of freedom. Some of you feel restricted. That's why you don't feel balanced. Something feels wrong. It's like everything around you is falling down. If you remember the definition I gave you earlier when I said balance is... A distribution of weight enabling someone an even distribution of weight. It's not all about the children. It's not all about the parents. It's not all about work. It's not all about the church. It's not all about Jesus. It's not all about, I'm serious. It's not, Jesus never intended for you to make everything you do. You know, do you think that's what I do every day? I mean, I love God. I'm fully committed to God with all my heart. But I think some of us, somebody asked me a simple question. They said, what do you do for fun? And I didn't have an answer. Read the Bible, pray, go to church. You know what they told me? You have a boring life. You don't do anything. You don't have any other activity. You don't walk. You don't paint. You don't, you don't do anything. What is it in your life? You're not, that's not how God made Adam. God told Adam, I want you to think. I want you, I told somebody the other day, school saved her life. I said, going back to school changed you. It helped you. You needed to be stimulated. Some of you going to the gym can change your life. You need something to stimulate you, to push you forward. You need something to make you better than you are. If you're not careful, your whole life is so centered around one little area that that's why you don't feel good. Come on, are you with me, church? You'll feel better if you broaden your life and broaden your mind and don't allow yourself to get too trapped, and it's so easy to do. You know, I'm I'm a pastor, and I'm telling you, every day can be, for me, one thing. And I love church. I love God. I I mean, I love what I do. Oh, man, I'm so thrilled to be here, and I love preaching. I love what I'm doing. But I understand the danger of not having any outlets. I know the danger for my wife when I look at her face and she doesn't have a life with the man she loves. 
All he does every day is one thing. He's not, he's not forward thinking. There's something wrong with Christians who don't have balance. And I pray for you to have it. I pray for you to get back to God's original plan. I pray that you begin to think and name something. I pray that you begin to physically get engaged. I pray that you get up and get out of your house and stop sitting home every day reading your devotionals and doing that all day long. Read your devotionals and go out and win somebody. Go out and have a great life. Come on, amen. Are you hearing me? Come on. Do something that, that sparks joy in your life. I, I'll tell you, I'm having this great moment because I'm planning for being old right now. I'm in my old planning stage. I'm, I'm big on strategic planning, and so I've been looking at older people, and I've been thinking, man, I better give myself something to do. Because if I don't, if I don't, if I don't plan, when I get to be old, I'm going to be out of balance. Because if I'm waiting for my kids to call me, I'm going to be really miserable. Amen. I see that. I'm telling you, man, I see it. I'm looking, I'm looking down the road. I'm going, whoa, those jokers don't call at all. They don't call you. They're busy. They got their own life. I'll call you when I get a chance. I'm busy right now. You call them and they send you a text. Can't talk right now. What do you mean you can't talk right now? You know who I am? I mean, I'm, I'm, the reason I'm exercising so hard right now, I mean, I'm running, I'm doing everything I can. I'm jumping, jacking, and diving. Because I said, I got to do something. Because when I get old, these people aren't going to be able to help me. I can be on the floor and I call them and say, hey, can you come? I'll be there in about an hour. What you mean an hour? I'm, I'm on the floor. <laughs> no, I got good kids. They'll come over and get me in a few minutes. I know they'll come. <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying. I'm, I'm learning from older people. I'm thinking, I better save me some money. I better save me some money. I better do something. I used to wonder why older people be so mad and frustrated. I see. I'm planning to be you right now. And I'm, I'm telling you, I, whew, I got me a list of things I'm doing. Praise God. I promise. What? No. Here we go. Got to close. Trans- <laughs> solutions that bring balance. Here you go. Here's some solutions. Number one, admit there's a problem. Admit, admit I'm out of balance. I'm, I'm thinking so much about you and I'm not thinking about me. Admit there's a problem with your balance. Number two, admit the, the, the damage this has caused. You know, to, to me physically, not sleeping, what this has caused me. I mean, it's just amazing how we damage ourselves. Thirdly, ask for help without apology or shame. Find somebody that you believe this balance and say, can you help me? Mark the perfect man, the Bible says. Who's doing it right in your life? Who's doing it right? And learn from them. Number four, draw up a list of things to stop doing. Say that with me, please. Come on. Draw up a list of things to stop doing. And I may meet people to stop talking to. I I have to stop doing these things. I, I told somebody the other day, I said, part of the thing that really makes success happen is learning what to say no to. These are things I don't do anymore. Number five. Define what is absolutely essential to your life. What is absolutely essential and what is not. This is absolutely essential and this is not essential. Number six, invite God into your schedule. Father, I lift my schedule before you and I want you to come into my life and and I want your favor and I want your insight. There were things I was doing that were totally unnecessary. Threw my life out of balance, threw my schedule out of balance. It, 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 it was wearing me out. And I thought I had to do them. 
But I asked God to show me. And let me, let me tell you, when you pray that prayer, watch for the insight. Number seven, stay aimed at what you know works. What works? What works? Stay aimed at that. And when you say, once you decide, you get your lessons, okay, these are the things I have to stop doing. And these are the things that I have to do. Then the Bible says, have faith in God. Mark 11. I love this verse. Verse 22 through 24. Have faith in God. So, okay, this is what I should be doing. I'm aiming at this and I'm not turning. For the next four years, I go to college. For the next four years, this is my focus. For the next four years, I can't go and hang out with those people. For the next four years. For the next 48 months, I can't do that. For the next 48 months. For the next 24 months, I can't. For the next... Every every Tuesday, every Thursday, every Saturday is my workout time is at this time. I can't talk on the phone. I can't. I'm not I'm not available because I everything's hurting. Everything's hurting. I'm trying to stop the pain. And, and the only way I can stop the pain is I deal with this. I have to really admit this is what works. I can't get up in the morning. I, went, I was I was going someplace the other day and I saw this woman. She had a huge jumbo size uh, strawberry soda. I think it was. Going to work. I thought, you're killing yourself. My God, that's the, that doesn't work for me. I just started to think, what works? I need to aim at that and say, that's not what works for me. And I've got to begin to do what's right. And I've got to ask myself these honest questions. And let me tell you something. Until you can be transparent and get really honest and say, look, all right, look, this is it. This is my life out of balance. And I've got to do something about it today. And I, I, I can't wait for anybody else. I have to do it myself today. I have to hear God. Mark 11, have faith in God. But the Bible says, whatsoever I believe when I say it's going to happen. So I need to begin to say this. This is what I'm going to do. Say it with me, please. Come on. This is what I'm going to do. But be transparent. Transparent and truthful. Big questions and I'm done. What is one of the biggest challenges you are facing right now at the season of your life? When you're younger, your biggest, biggest problem that you face can be a feeling of powerlessness, that you're powerless. Young people, I mean, and I, when I say young, those are the teenagers, young, young, young people, you can feel powerless. You can feel as if you don't have a voice. Older people, you can feel disappointed and forgotten. How do you balance that out? How do, you, how do you bring balance to those feelings? How do you put all that in check? How do you fix your life? I want you to take a transparent look at me at the issue of being younger and being older. And I want to show you, younger people, how to view older people. And I want to challenge you, older people, to look back and remember how you felt when you were younger. And then I want to show you both how to look forward. And I want to show you how sometimes when you're younger and when you're older, you spend your life out of balance. Most of the time for uh, for us, it starts when we're younger. We have a perception of life that's not true. We have a perception of life that's off. When you're older, it intensifies. But I believe if you can bring balance to your life, if you can allow the Lord to help you find that center, things will be more, more in tune. But it all starts with doing the first thing he said in Genesis, stop. Today, I want you to just do that. I want this to be a day of Sabbath for you where you take just 30 minutes and you sit down with a piece of paper and say, what in my life is out of balance? What in my life? And don't, don't feel guilty about it. That doesn't change anything. 
what's out of balance in my life, and then I want you to begin to say, okay, now let me think about what steps I can take to change this. If I'm not sleeping enough, that means I can't stay up as late as I used to stay up. And I'm going to start thinking of practical ways that I can change that. If you feel spiritually weak, you don't get spiritually strong by just crying about it. What can I do to make myself stronger? My wife does something every morning that's incredible. Every morning when she gets up, I watch her go to her devotional, and I see her standing there every morning faithfully reading her devotional. I'll hear her laugh. I'll hear her say, my God. Sometimes I'll hear her almost every morning. I'll hear her. She'll have, she'll be playing some kind of um, a sermon or a download or something, and I'm thinking to myself, that's how you start your day. Because what she's trying to do is bring balance into her life from the very beginning of her day so that she can bring her spirit under control, bring her thoughts under control. There's something about that. Now, if you want to change your life, you got to change your choices. And it starts today. Did I help you a little bit? I hope so. Praise God. All right. Well, life can be a journey. I pray what you heard today has helped you in your journey and you find some keys that can help you find the way to stay calm, cool and collected and trust your God through your circumstance. It's so easy to lose perspective, but God is faithful. My name is Pastor Ricky Temple. Thank you for being with us. You be blessed and stay focused. God bless. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's message from Pastor Ricky Temple. Watch more encouraging messages from Pastor Rick at www.rickytemple.tv. If you'd like a copy of this message, click on the bookstore tab at rickytemple.com where you can watch Pastor Rick live and get information about our ministry. Join us next time for another uplifting message.